Hello and welcome to the Creative Scramble. My name is Cal Thompson. And my name is Matty Singh. And on today's show, we have our first international guest, a man named Paul Brazil, who is a filmmaker based out in New Jersey and famous as being the videographer for Facebook influencer sensation, Jay Shetty. Uh, so Paul, it's great to have you on the show. Welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. Uh, so I just want you to, rather than me explain about what you do. Can you give us a quick intro into yourself and your background, please? Keep it short and sweet, Paul. Looking at the, t- the clock is ticking. <laughs> well, when I was born, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, uh, I, yeah, I, so basically, I guess you could call it um, uh, filmmaking, even though it's not even, uh, you know, no one uses film anymore, which is, it's, it's kind of a pet peeve of mine to be called a filmmaker, but we'll just go with that. Um, but yeah, so I, I basically, uh, I make videos for Jay and uh, different brands and companies. Um, a, f- a freelance filmmaker, I guess you could call it. And um, I didn't really start out knowing that this is what I wanted to do. I uh, was into music my whole life. I grew up playing drums, and that was my main passion. And for, I don't know, 19, 20 years, I thought I, that's what I was going to do with my life, is just become a, a drummer and you know tour the world and live the dream, right? Um, but then reality hits and you're like, wow, okay, I have to be okay with sleeping on a floor for the rest of my life until something actually happens. And I was like, uh, this is when I started coming to my senses. Like, I don't think that's really my dream anymore. Um, so then I kind of picked up a camera and realized, I, and I also actually was always into um, media per se with like graphic design, making uh, t-shirts and websites for these bands I was in and promo videos if I could do a promo video I love doing that and then it kind of all just clicked one day when I was working for a I was a sales rep for a um, clothing company which is something I swore I would never do is sales because I, I just hate trying to like you know BS people um, but I was young and I was like what's whatever what else do I have to do so I did this job and they wanted me to do photos um, for their, their products and that's what I really enjoyed started to re- enjoy doing I was like oh I'll just start doing this hopefully they hire me for this and then I hit the dial on the uh, Canon I don't even know what it was back then like a T1 or something T2I was, like, was it maybe I don't even know if it's, it might be T2I but it, it might even be before then whatever the first DSLR that you were able to record video we had that and I just I saw the, the video sign on the dial and I was like I guess that's video, right? And I turned it and I saw that I could record video. And I remember it was just like, wow, that's that's like changed everything for me. So I, I started doing that for the company and literally just making videos on my own and they liked it, but they wanted me to ultimately make them money and not make them these, you know, little videos. So um, I, I kind of, long story short, uh, they fired me because I wasn't making them any money. And uh, it was pretty much the best thing that's ever happened because then I kind of just went down this road of filmmaking. Was And this is when uh, social media really started to blossom. So uh, I, I, I was doing random work for different uh, local artists. And then I had a friend that went to film school. So he took me along and showed me uh, by the name of Mike Cecil. And he, and he took me under his wing for the, a year or two. And really showed me like kind of you know how to do all this stuff, edit, shoot, what lighting was, how to do audio, and uh, and then I kind of just hit the ground running, and then eventually got um, hired for a media company in New York, and that 
pretty much changed my life because uh, then I was hired as a full-time, you know, a videographer. Uh, they called me a video producer, but they kind of wore a bunch of hats there. And um, I had to basically figure it out as I went. And they were a, they are a big uh, media company, so they have a lot of traffic on all the, they own basically a lot of entertainment and music websites, a lot of concerts um, throughout the, the country, local radio stations. So they have like a big reach and they were able to get um, like A and B list, you know, celebrities and musicians and, and bands in. So I was, you know, off the bat working with like, you know, members of Metallica and Kiss, Ice-T, uh, Alice Cooper, all these people that I would just like never would have thought that I would be able to, you know, just work with at least that quickly. So I, uh, I worked for them for a couple of years and uh, I ended up uh, leaving them. Uh, I just kind of hit a creative wall and I wasn't really feeling it anymore. I was just, you know, uh, just struggling creatively and just wasn't really in it anymore. And I, I, I was talking to my one of my bosses um, who I've had a good relationship with and he offered me to go on as a back on as a freelancer uh, because they, before they hired me full time, I was freelancing. And that way I could kind of flex my other muscles and figure out what I wanted to do. And ultimately, you know, because you could be creative for a bunch of different reasons. Like I didn't, I didn't know if this music thing was really what I wanted to do in entertainment. So I left them and I, I started uh, freelancing with them. And then I slowly picked up more clients along the way and then uh, just figured out how to <laughs> do my taxes and all the legal stuff that goes behind owning an LLC. And it was just really uh, intimidating at first, but I ended up figuring it out. And then um, I started working for influencers um, that were just starting to sprout up. One of them being uh, Mayor K, M-E-I-R-K-A-Y. Um, and he's from Brooklyn and he's, he's like a motivational type of uh, speaker, filmmaker. And uh, we started working together, making these like cool little viral videos. Uh, one we did where he would, uh, we would go onto a subway in New York City and literally just transform it into a nightclub, a little subway car, put lights in there, get a, a rope, get a, a bouncer. Without getting uh, caught by the police? Was this, was no, this legal? No, <laughs> luckily it's New York City, so uh, you can get away with a lot in terms of, no one's really phased of, of anything. Crazy stuff happens all the time there, I guess, yeah. Yeah, so it was actually, um, and I hate doing stuff like that. I'm very, uh, I'm introverted, I'm shy in, in terms of that. And uh, But it, were, it turned out to go really well. Everybody loved it. Um, we, you know, we brought a, a DJ and speakers on, had a dance party. That video went viral. It got picked up by major news outlets and all different media sites. And um, then we, start, I, we started kind of working together, but then uh, not, not in the extent that Jay and I were. And then Jay and I met through um, collaborating with, with him, he, they were doing a video, and then Jay and I just like really hit it off, and um, then we kept in contact, and, and then slowly started working together, and then once, once we started to really figure out our groove, we just kinda now we're just like in, inseparable, I guess you could say. Um, and then that kinda br brings me to uh, today. I don't know if that was short at all. I'm really bad no, at No, it's cool, so. man. That gives great hope. <laughs> I'm trying you. to get better at it the older I get. But um, but yeah, so that's basically it. And now uh, I work with Jay and I still, you know, I, I've, I freelance. This is probably my sixth or seventh year freelancing. And um, yeah, it's it was quite a journey. And I'm, I'm 
interested to see where it goes from here. Cool. So who, who the hell is Jay Shetty? <laughs> For the people who don't know, who haven't seen his videos online, tell us a little bit okay, about Okay, so, so what, I, what I tell everybody that asks me that is, um, imagine this really good-looking, skinny, Indian guy with nice eyes. He's talking about me now. He's just talking <laughs> about me. <laughs> <laughs> and an English accent. And me. whenever I say that, everyone always like smiles at me. And they're like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, he's, he's probably you know, easy to watch on, on camera. Um, but yeah, so Jay Shetty is a, uh, he's, he's a motivational f storyteller, filmmaker, speaker. Uh, he used to be a monk. He was a monk for three years when he was 18. And um, he, he, he basically grew up and, and, you know, and went through what every, you know, teenager goes through, the ups and downs of being a teenager. And uh, he basically met this monk when he was, you know, at an early age, and that what, that's what led him to, to be a monk for three years. Um, and then he ended up leaving, um, and then he always knew he liked being uh, not in front of a camera per se, but he loved speaking. So he, he kind of figured out, like, what he learned as being a monk is to serve others and help others and follow your passion. He kind of figured that, oh, I could do that through media and video. So he started doing that. Monks aren't renowned for like speaking. <laughs> I thought no, no. It's quite surprising. Yeah, yeah. And he's also he says he's an introvert. I don't know how much I believe him. <laughs> but um but yeah, so then he started doing that and he got hired um to do video for uh Huff Post and he did that for about a year and he would do a bunch of Huff Post lives and would interview people like um, Deepak Chopra, Tim Ferriss, uh, Russell Simmons, all these big people. And that went, all of them would pretty much get a, at least a million views. And so that went really well for HuffPost. So he did that for about a year and then ended up leaving them and started his own thing, similar to kind of what I was doing where, you know, we just kind of hit this creative rut and he ended up leaving. And then I, I would say that Right when he left is when we met, and then he slowly on his own, he started to do videos, and then those would get, you know, pretty good hits here and there, and then it kind of just snowballed, and uh, I mean, really snowballed, and, and then he, you know, everyone was like, oh, who's this motivational guy? And then, you know, he, he started putting out more content, and then once we, we started working together pretty much full-time now, uh, that's when it really, really took off for him, and now he's... He's one of the uh, top 10 uh, biggest uh, brands or influencers on Facebook. So it's, it's pretty crazy. He's 13 million followers, um, over a billion views. A billion. It's, it's, yeah, it's really incredible to, it's like to this point. Style. It is. <laughs> yeah, no. I, it's, but it's actually, it's, good, it's actually good stuff. Yeah, yeah, relevant content. It's actually having a positive effect on people instead. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's, that has a lot to do with it because uh, everything we do is very relatable in that it's, it's a lot of self-development stuff and, and stuff with relationships and just normal stuff that everybody is going through or has gone through. So it's just very relatable topics, and it's you know not really uh, offensive or political or anything like that. So it's it's easily shareable. So so yeah, now he's uh, he's just killing it, and um, and now we're just kind of trying to uh, 
you know, just just drive it into the right direction and make sure we're, we're just, you know, progressing and, and getting better and, you know, et cetera. Cool. I mean, so when you make these films, as you say, they're quite relevant to modern day society with relationships, with social media, phone addictions. Mm -hmm. um, what's the process of making the films? Because you're the creative part of it. He, I imagine he comes up with the idea and you bring it to life through your skills. How does that work? Yep, so now we're to the point where we know our structure and, and kind of what's expected from both of us. So he'll come to me and say, hey, Paul, let's let's shoot uh, four videos this week. Um, and they're about, yeah, I mean, they're usually about relationships or self-development, something like that. He'll give me a topic and a, a brief script um, that, that he, he wrote. And, and then we'll kind of just, you know, we, he, he does a lot of it where he'll come up with the whole concept, a storyline, he'll write out the script, and he's just very well delivering it to the camera. So that's like a big part of it. And then we have that concept and we just figure, what can we shoot to go with that concept so now and, and it changes and we're, and we're growing and figuring it out and you know by, by we you know as we do these videos but um, that's what we kind of try and do is we kind of try and to make our own sort of like structure with these because you know they're not necessarily scripted I mean they are to an extent um, some of them more than others but it's just it just has to just go with, with just telling a story and, and, and having it being visually um, you know, entertaining as well as really uh, a punchy script that gets the point across. So, uh, we'll he'll he'll come up with the idea. We'll come up with a, some sort of shot list, and then we'll meet up and then hire um, actors to to come in, and then we'll just kind of go through it. And then usually at the end of that whole process is when we'll shoot Jay's part, because um, all these videos are either voiced by him or at the end there's like a resolution where he comes and, and kind of explains his resolution to the, the problem. And, uh, and then that's really it. And then I'll uh, just, you know, you know, being an editor, you just have to make it happen. So I just make sure, and I've learned throughout the years, you know, of making mistakes, just like overshoot, make sure you get as much as you can. And then when you're editing it, you have a lot more to work with. And then you kind of just see what happens. Like it's, it's very, um, we're very relaxed and, you know, free form we kind of just like wing it in a way but we, like we know what we we want so we just kind of have fun with it and we know not to stress too much because this is fun this is supposed to be fun and you know it's it's just like very laid back process i would say that's key for part of it, isn't it just to enjoy the process enjoy doing yep. what you're doing really and then exactly. did, did you both get surprised by the initial reaction of wow these videos i mean you're getting Average video of what, 100 million views around about that? Yeah, like the least we'll do is five, six, seven million, and I think the most we've got is 300 million, <laughs> which is it's crazy to say. And I, I honestly got it's to the point now where I don't really pay attention to the numbers because you know it's great. I know they do well and I, they get out there and, and really you know affect people all over the world, but I don't want it to distract especially me personally I don't know what Jay does but I don't want it to distract how I think about these videos or anything like that I don't read comments really um, so and, and I mean I have and they're mostly just how th this message or video has helped them um, but yeah it's crazy it really is it's like 
the, the, the numbers are just insane. And all the people that uh, I meet along the way with Jay, uh, just like we, we went to the Facebook and Instagram office in LA and they kind of were just, we had a meeting with them and they, they were looking at Jay like, yeah, I don't know what you're doing, but keep doing it because it's working and uh, you're doing great. So, so yeah, it's crazy. It's it, it really is, and uh, we just we're just hoping to keep growing and just I don't know, keep the momentum. We're we're on a very strict. Uh, he, he tries to put out content, you know, pretty much every day in some form, but we try to do one big quote unquote video a week, and that's where we'll hire the actors and and do everything like that, or then we'll do smaller scale videos. Um, another day of the week where it will be, we'll take like, you know, a three minute excerpt from one of his spe uh, speeches or interviews and then throw B-roll over that. And just to keep, you know, uh, putting out stuff. So trying to be, trying to be in the middle of, of Gary V's, uh, just put out as much as you can. And then also, Document you know, maintain quality. Um, cool. I mean, as a thought, you know, are you, can you pretty much guarantee a hit or have you, have you ever bombed? Can you think of any particular low projects that just haven't gone the way you planned? With Jay or just in with, general? Yeah, we'll start with Jay. Yeah, with Jay, I mean, um, there definitely are some videos where we're like, oh, we, we missed a mark on that one. Um, but with that being said, that's like, it still gets like a million views. So, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's considerably doing well. But I mean, we, we definitely have... You know, it it doesn't phase us to the point where we're like, oh, we put out whatever. It's just gonna get a lot of views. Like, no, we still take each video very seriously and the process very seriously, so that you know, I mean, it's it's just easy because we love doing it too. One, and we also just you know don't want the the numbers to get in our heads and just start you know sacrificing quality or anything. We we still we want to keep getting better and better. And then I was telling him the other day, I was watching a video that we did from six, seven months ago. And I was like, wow, we really have grown and, and gotten better and, and it's good to see. So yeah, I don't know, hopefully it just keeps growing. Amazing. I mean, obviously you're at a place now where you are doing well, but do you feel meeting Jay, the, your journey so far, do you feel like you've had to have gone through the process of your ups and downs with this media company, working with high profile talent and almost the stars aligned that you met at this perfect point you tell what what are your thoughts on I think it's the Steve Jobs the connecting of the dots isn't it do you feel like it's a bit of that to get to this point? yeah totally I mean if I feel, I feel like if I met Jay two three years ago it just I don't think it would be the same I, I mean I, I don't know if if the uh, videos would be as as popular as they are but I know even personally you know I wouldn't be shooting as, as nice looking videos as I am now um, I, I'm just, I'm my own worst critic. I think everything I do isn't good. So I think it's like, I'll put out a video and I'll, I'll appreciate it to a point and then find the flaws in it and be like, oh, it's crap. I can't even. I think we're all like that a little bit, aren't we? So we can all... Yeah. And I like that because it makes you hungry and it keeps you, you know, learning and wanting to grow. But you, you, you got to find a happy medium with all that stuff. Like, uh, you know, I, I've learned so much over the past, you know, six, seven years of just literally learning that the dial meant to, you know, record video and then figuring out what frame rates meant and shutter speed and all that stuff. And now it's to the point where it's all in the back of my head. 
I could do premiere shortcuts in my sleep on the keyboard and and I just kind of know exactly what I need to do pretty much for every style of video because as Jay is one of my biggest clients and the one I work with the most, I still work with different brands and nonprofits and I do other styles of videos and I'll do a few wedding videos and I like to do that just so I stay sharp and not get too into one thing. Um, but, but yeah, the journey, I mean, it's all about the journey, right? You know, it's, you, you learn from your mistakes and you, you just learn as you go. It's really how you perceive it too. Cause you, if you're stubborn or think you're the shit, um, you're only going to get so far. And, and I just, I don't know. I think it's just in my personality where I just, I'm never completely satisfied. So I think that's what helps. And, and being, you know, a freelancer, it's scary at first, especially when you, you know, that's that's the scariest and hardest thing about freelancing is you're just kind of like, well, see what happens because now i got to pay for everything on my own and get my clients on my own and keep them because you don't want just to do these, ideally, for the most part, you'd want to get reoccurring clients. So, you know, that's another thing too. It's very you know scary just to hope that this brand, this this business is going to want to work with you. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's scary, but it's, I think it's all part of the process and you just kind of have to go through those ups and downs and, and my, my lows weren't as low as they could have been. So that's, you like know, I'm grateful for that. Would you be willing to, to, to delve into that at all? Yeah. I mean, I, I wish I had some crazy story, but I really don't like I, uh, I grew up in a good family. I'm an only child, but I have good parents. They always supported me. They they always wanted me to go through, through school and you know go by the books. But you know once and they I was never good in school, so they knew that off the bat. And once I went I went to community college like a semester, just for them. And then I realized oh this is like, costing them money, <laughs> so I'm not gonna do this because I know this is going nowhere. Like I don't want to do anything that has to do with school or getting a degree. I mean yes you could go to film school and get a degree, but just the way I am, it would, I just very like, give me a laptop and give me a room and I'll just figure it out. And I'll go on you know online and figure it out. So so that's really what I've done. And but yeah, I really don't have like some. I wish I almost did have some crazy like story to tell you, but my my downs were just in the beginning of this is just kind of being nervous to, oh, did I just quit the job that I got that other people go to a four-year school for? for did I just make a big mistake? And you kind of just have to trust yourself and you know say, let's, let's see what happens. And, and you have to obviously work hard. I, I work harder than I ever have in my life now. And I think that comes with being mature and growing up and realizing it's on you. You can't really blame other people for your work now. So, I you know I, I wake up. I try to wake up around five six a.m. every day, and just work till six seven p.m. at night. And you know I have to make time for my girlfriend and and friends and just to you know decompress. But you have. To, I think that's a big part of it. Is, is you have to be very uh, strict and uh, disciplined with this because. You know, if if somebody else is gonna stay up an hour or two longer than you and learn and and do better than you on on their videos, then that person could possibly take my job. You know, and that's the way how you kind of have to look at it. So you just gotta stay hungry and work hard and make sure you're you're uh, 
you know, moving forward. That's it. I mean, that sounds like you're sort of, the reason you've had the success you've had is because of that mindset. I mean, you talk about working long and hard hours as well, but I just want to dial it in a little bit. Like, do you sort of look after other things in your life? Like, yeah, do you have any routines, your, your, um, like your sleep, your exercise, to try and stay well-rounded? I imagine working with Jay, he sort of has that influence on you as well, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely working with Jay, my, my girlfriend's like, you curse a lot less now, and I like that. And, and like, I went to L.A. with him for, like, 10 days in the beginning of this year, and that was our first time together for a long time. And when I came back, she's like, oh, you're, su you're such in a better mood now. I'm like, oh, it's Jay Shetty, man. He, he works wonders. Um, yeah, no, I definitely within the past year or two got into routines and I realized how important they are and uh, rituals, I guess you could say. Uh, I try and wake up early. So with that being said, I try and go to bed early. I try and get in bed around like sometimes 9 p.m., 10 p.m. at night. Uh, I get weird looks from my girlfriend at first where she was just like, you're going to bed now. So she just sensible. came home from work. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, she would come home from work sometimes, you know, six, seven o'clock. So it's like she's home for two hours. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to bed. Um, but yeah, it's just I now I, I realize how important sleep is. So I, I at least get eight hours. I try to do anywhere from seven to nine hours a night. Um, and I notice a huge difference in my performance throughout the day. So, so with that being said, I'll go to bed earlier. So I wake up and feel like, you know, early bird gets the worm, then I'm ahead of everybody, that kind of mindset. So then that way I could kind of ease into my day and start instead of, you know, waking up a little later and be like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, you know, catch up now. Oh, now it's lunchtime, whatever. So uh, I think, yeah, waking up early, being disciplined about that, having a plan, don't just go into your day, you know, blindly. I, I have, uh, you know, Google Docs is my, uh, is my savior for everything. I mean, I use that for the, you know, the calendars. I, I put all of my, my exports and delivery stuff on there, my documents, everything. So I'll have a to-do list and I'll see what I have to do on my calendar for the month. And then I'll look at the week and then I'll look at the day and kind of just figure like, you know, and you have to have room for error. You can't expect to do everything on time. That's just how it is. You have to learn how to adjust. But um, yeah, you, you just have to be disciplined in that and also have, you know, a plan and, and make sure you're, you're not staying stagnant and you're, you're moving forward and you're, am, am I doing stuff that's going to help me or is just really just a waste of time? You know, little, little things like that you kind of have to figure out. And then when it comes to being an editor, as I'm sure you guys know, or doing anything with production, it's very important to be organized. And if you want to get something from three months ago, a year ago, you should know where it is within, you know, two minutes on a hard drive and a folder, wherever. So I try and be very organized in that, especially with my um, bigger volume of, of videos between Jay and everybody else. I have to be, you know, very organized and then backing everything up and just making sure. And it's really just a matter of taking yourself as seriously as you can um, and, and treating yourself as this... Uh, multi-million dollar business when it's just you making videos for fun, <laughs> really, what it comes down to. What, what would you say are your sort of future plans? Do you intend to stay with Jay for the foreseeable future? Obviously, I know you're freelance, so you've got your own clients as well, outside of Jay. Do you, are you going to set up your own production company? Have you thought about that at all? 
Yeah, so uh, right now, um, I kind of like taking it day by day. I don't really like to commit too much to anything, or um, but I do want to make sure I am growing, like I said. So um, Jay is definitely going to be, you know, a priority of mine just because, I, you know, we work so well together. Um, I love the dude, and I think we are growing very rapidly together. So I'm definitely staying with Jay. I have no, you know thoughts of like moving on from him or whatever um but he's very good about you know making sure that i'm happy and that i want to do other work i could do other work it's totally cool um but jay is actually uh moving to la july 1st so he's moving there very soon and he's in the midst of starting his own um, production company basically a creative agency so we've been with the past couple months we've been uh making videos for other people too so uh, influencers brands will hire us and we'll uh, kind of just do like a campaign for them so that's kind of where we're headed is that's you know the, the whole creative agency vibe and we want to kind of make videos for these brands and people that are positive and uh, helping people out you know obviously we're, we're following a strict uh, a, a strict sort of um, mission statement i guess you could say um but yeah it's just kind of i'm taking it day by day i uh i i definitely want to get more into uh film and and, and tv whether that be you know documentary or getting something on netflix um i definitely want to get there but at the same time i want it to be organic and i, I don't want it to be rushed and i want it to feel right so that's another thing i learned is just you know be patient and uh, good things will come if you if you work hard and, and you're moving in the right direction. There's so many golden nuggets to take from you, mate. It's really good stuff. Oh, good. Um, good. Given like kind of the career that you have had so far, what's your advice with the popularity of Facebook, Instagram, all these uh, social media platforms, influencers? Do you think it's a viable market for filmmakers now to sort of partner up with someone who? resonates that with them whether it's a musician whether it's sort of the next Gary Vee the next Jay the next young Tony Robbins do you think that's a good idea for filmmakers to help grow their own profile now oh yeah a million percent so I pretty much talked about the creative side this whole time and now I guess I could mention the business side so now with social media booming um, really I mean so there's new apps coming out every day none of them really stick but you could you could really rely on the big three, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, if you are any sort of business savvy and are paying attention to how to market yourself as a filmmaker, uh, I mean, there's no better time than now. I mean, it's just everybody needs content. Everybody's putting out content. So if you could market yourself in a way that, you know, this brand sees, oh, you know, we, we have a budget. What could we do? Or even if you don't, if you're more of a beginner, uh, you offer to make five videos for a company or a brand, and just offer to you know do make treat that as like a Nike campaign. Make it as best as you can. That way, don't look at it as like, oh yeah, but I'm doing it for free or I'm not getting a lot of money out of it. No, that's that's totally wrong. That's your that's your uh, that's almost your resume now to where that next Nike brand will see and be like, oh, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. So they'll hire you. And that's kind of how it works. And, and now with um, Facebook and Instagram, 
<coughs> they're really changing, I mean, the whole scope of things. Now you have videos that are, uh, what what is that aspect ratio? There's vertical instead of, uh, uh, Insta- you know. Instagram TV came out. Yeah, there's the square format for the iPhone. Exactly, now, so, yeah. yeah. So it's funny we're talking today because they just launched Instagram TV. And that's, uh, I think it's... Uh, 1080 by 1920, so it's literally I'm sideways. So scared. <laughs> I'm so scared. As, as a filmmaker, I've been getting smaller and smaller in terms of, well, I suppose wider and wider screens, if you want to call it. You know, I'm not used to yeah. it being flipped the other way, and I've been fighting that losing battle, obviously, for a number of years, and it feels like, I feel like, you know, vertical video has, is, is taking off, and I'm scared. <laughs> but old that's the fun cameras. part, though, because like I'm, you know, there it, it really changes your your uh, you creative. I mean, ultimately, you could you'll still shoot a video the same way, more or less. But with you, I'm, I'm telling you, you're gonna see these people come out with the most creative ways to shoot these videos, and it's gonna take it to the next level. And that's what's the fun part, because then it's like, oh, cool, like now it's something different. What can we do with this? Where can we take it? And it's just a whole different way of thinking about making a video. And, and especially with everybody's attention span nowadays, it's like you've really got to bring it. And you really have to make sure you're conveying your point and, and just grabbing people in because it's just, it's like so hard to stick out. But at the same time, it's not. So it's, it's you kind of have to, you know, roll with the punches and, and, you know, bringing up Gary Vee again. I mean, you have to learn how to adapt because if you're not going to adapt and, and still, there's a, one of my clients is a, a, a media company that still does print magazine. And they're, wor- and they're doing this whole revamp to do a whole like new branding for it and all this stuff. And I'm just like, you are just, you're going backwards. You're going backwards. It's right in front of you. It's right in front of you. Social media. That's you don't need to make a, a ten-page magazine that nobody's going to look at or bother even buying. So I think it, if you just adapt and, and are you know going on to these different ways of of filmmaking and figuring out like oh okay so now anybody can make videos but how am I going to stand out and now the the aspect ratio is completely different. How am I going to adapt to that? So. Yeah, it's just it's just about adapting and, and figuring out how you could take it and, and make it yours. Do you think you need to get on board with the, the vertical video to, to stay relevant? Or can you still do your own thing and go widescreen? Well, you can still go widescreen, I guess. Um, but, I mean, if you really think about it, most um, content is being consumed on a phone. So it's going to be vertical. So you could still shoot widescreen, but it's going to look so small and it's going to look... Why do people just, not turn their phones? Do you think? Uh, well, for like, so even even for Instagram, I mean, you can't. So even if you wanted to, which actually I saw, I saw a couple. This is another thing with being creative, which I didn't even think about. They'll do um, this this creative guy I follow. He'll make a you know the long vertical Instagram video, but then turn the the phone sideways. He'll, he'll write on it like turn your phone sideways. And then you turn your phone sideways, and then it's that aspect ratio. So it's oh, it's story. the biggest. Yeah, it, no, it's not. It's not for a story. It's for um, an actual post. Oh, right. So he'll post it like that, and then you turn your phone, and you're like, oh, oh, you definitely get more resolution that way. But again, it's like you know, that's it's more of a creative thing, 
uh, rather than uh, you know a, a resolution because a lot of people aren't going to want to turn their phones I would say but yeah I mean if you look at it that way everybody's watching it on their phones and you have to really cater to the, the people watching it they they're not going to want to do a lot of things. They're not going to want to turn their phone. They're not going to want to click here to get a better resolution. They just want to see it. So if you kind of have that in mind and, and if you shoot, you know, these videos differently and get more of like a wide, you know, full screen vertical look, then you'll probably grab their attention a lot easier than if it was a, a shrunken, you know, video. I mean, this is, this is purely for social media content though, isn't it? Like, I can't imagine Netflix are going to be coming out with vertical formatted video content. Oh, no, so yeah. Strictly social media. I would be very surprised. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, maybe for mobile, though, they will. But I, I, I don't think so because uh, I don't know if you've ever edited a video widescreen and then made it vertical. You, you have to readjust a lot of the uh, clips because, you know, uh, one clip might be in frame, but then the next clip you have to move over a lot because you know the person's not even in the shot or so that might be a headache but definitely for social that's that's where it's headed and i think um you know instagram's figured that out with uh this new igtv they could have made it go full screen quote unquote but they're they're doing it actually vertical now so it's it's interesting to see where where it's going to head Interesting times indeed. I tell you, at United, I used to work for Man United, I think I mentioned to you, Paul. Yeah. Um, we had to edit social media, like goal clips, so when they scored a goal. And because of the nature of the camera on a football pitch, the camera one angle, so it was a long range strike, you'd have to animate the picture so the camera actually follows the ball in a format, oh, yeah. in, in a square yeah, yeah. format, so without making it look really weird. So I get what you mean by that, having to adjust. Um, yeah. But, Overall, this has been this has been fantastic for hopefully everyone who's listening uh, has really enjoyed it. Is there anything you you feel else you'd like to share? Any final wisdom at all? Or? Uh, nope. Just uh, you know, as as cliche as this sounds, follow your passion. You know, like who knows how long uh, we have on this earth. <laughs> so do what you want to do, and um, you be smart about it. Work hard. Uh, be a, a good honest person and, and I think good things will follow you know and uh, yeah I, I, I guess that's uh, that's pretty much it just uh, watch a bunch of Gary Vee videos <laughs> <laughs> and Jay Shetty videos and Jay Shetty <laughs> yeah balance it out between Gary and Jay and, and I, I think know. you'll come it's like come intense all... and relaxed intense <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly so for everyone who's enjoyed listening to you where can we find more about you so uh, I guess the only really social uh, media platform I pay attention to is Instagram. So me too. You can find me. I'm gonna yeah. follow you now. What is it? Awesome. I'll follow back. I promise. Um, my handle's at Paul Brazil. P A U L B R A S I L. And um, I have a YouTube channel, but it's not updated at all. So don't even go there. Uh, yeah, just follow me on Instagram, and uh, you know, reach out if you want. I answer any questions I could help with anything that's we'll how, to chat that's how we connected in the first place didn't we so it's yep. the, the magic of reaching out to people via social media bringing things, people together things like this can happen across the pond as well so yeah yeah cool well to be respectful of your time as they say thank you very much for yours and this has been awesome thank thanks you guys really appreciate it